0: and dryer coverage. Just call 1 800 686 That's 1 800 686 3910. Again, 1 800 686 3910. Call now. Thank you for listening to the uh, Matt Walls podcast. So there was another debate last night. You know, I've said from the beginning that these debates don't serve much of a purpose anymore, considering these guys are on TV repeating their talking points for, you know, 28 hours a day, nine days a week already. Uh, Now, if the debates were actually debates, if the candidates were allowed to argue directly with one another the entire time, then I could see a point to the exercise. Then we're watching them defending their positions off the script. Thinking on their feet, being challenged, dealing with the pressure—how um, a candidate handles that can tell you quite a bit about them. But that's not how it goes, obviously, uh, in the debates. You know, there'll be little flare-ups here and there, brief arguments between two or three of them. But those momentary momentary uh, tussles are always stopped by the moderators after ninety seconds or so. So, and even worse. Or at least even more annoying. You always have that irrelevant candidate like uh, Christie or Kasich or Fiorina, when she was still on the main stage, who interrupts one of the night's only substantive interesting back and forths to say something like, See, this is why the American people are fed up with the political class. There's too much arguing and blah, 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 blah. Except that's not why the American people are fed up with with Washington, you nincompoops. We aren't mad because they're too aggressively principled and they defend their ideas too forcefully. We're mad for literally the opposite reason. Besides, it's a debate, a debate where each candidate is supposed to uh, argue with one another. When the candidates just take turns giving two-minute stump speeches, it's, it's worthless. It serves no function. They're just saying exactly exactly the same thing they've already said 76,000 times since last Wednesday, so there's no point. Um, anyway, now that I've explained why uh, these faux debates are stupid, let me offer some analysis to that stupid, pointless debate. Uh, I'll start with Cruz. Up until last week, my biggest gripe with Cruz was that he'd spent the entire campaign playing patty cake with Trump, and finally that seems to have changed. Last night, Trump, uh, Cruz, I should say, you know, he played offense. He took on Trump over that silly birther nonsense, and uh, in the process, he made Trump look weak and ridiculous. So say what you want about Cruz, but you can't deny he's very smart, very difficult to beat in a war of words and ideas, and watching a battle of wits between Cruz and Trump is like watching a fencing match between a professional sword fighter and a six-year-old with a plastic lightsaber. Um, It's just, it's a bloodbath. Cruz is way out of Trump's league in the wits department. And so I only hope that he keeps it up and and stays on offense. Don't go back to playing nice Cruz. Okay. You beat Trump when you emasculate him and expose him for the wimpy puffed up schoolyard bully that he is. So keep at it. Okay. Rubio. um, You know, he didn't seem to get a lot of speaking time, but I thought he made use of the time he had. Rubio is a skillful, intelligent politician Um, I think he'd be an incredibly formidable opponent against Hillary Clinton. A lot of conservatives seem to hate Rubio because some talk radio hosts told them that they should. But the hatred is, is, is truly some of the silliest stuff I've seen from the conservative movement in my lifetime. I mean, Rubio is, without question, one of the most conservative Republican candidates to ever run for president. Ever. Yes, he was wrong on the immigration thing a few years back, but... But why is Rubio apparently the only candidate in history of, in the history of the country who isn't allowed to be wrong about anything? You know, Rubio's the only one. He's wrong about one thing. He's, it's like, that's well, it's a deal breaker. And how is it that Trump fans are radical ideological purists when it comes to Rubio, but they forgive Trump for being wrong on every subject imaginable at some point or another? I mean, it's ridiculous. It makes no sense. Look, I'm not saying that you have to support Rubio. I'm still a Cruz guy myself, but Rubio is a legitimate conservative, uh, a gifted defender of those conservative principles, and as a conservative, to despise and dismiss him is preposterous. And um, and you know, I really like seeing Rubio and Cruz debate, and I, and I would love it if the whole debate was just Rubio v. Cruz with no moderators for two hours. I think that, I think that'd be great. Christie, uh, the guy's a gifted debater, no question. He performed well yet again last night. I thought, unfortunately. He told several blatant lies, such as claiming that he'd never donated to Planned Parenthood before. Um, And I also find his tough guy shtick irritating and phony. You know, during the debate, he called Obama a petulant child, which, which pretty tough words there. Said he wanted to kick his butt out of office. But this is the same guy who was hugging Obama, slobbering all over him on national TV just a few years ago. So sorry, I don't buy it. And I don't buy the whole, I'm from New Jersey, and I tell it like it is thing. It's corny. It's fraudulent. And when you can't tell it, and, 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 and if you lie, then you're not telling it like it is. You're telling it like it isn't. And we don't need another president who does that. Christie is extremely talented. Um, he can spend the entire debate delivering stump speeches that don't sound like stump speeches, which is a skill that Cruz has not totally mastered. But I won't vote for him. I don't think he's honest, and I don't think he's nearly as principled as Cruz. Uh, Bush. Each debate, he comes off like someone's dad chaperoning the prom. He's awkward, kind of bumbling. When he tries to take on Trump, it always ends in disaster for him. Last night, Trump called Jeb weak, and Jeb didn't even respond to the attack, which is basically the same thing as agreeing with it. Here's the thing about Jeb. Um, He's not nearly the villain a lot of conservatives make him out to be. From what I understand, he did govern pretty well in Florida. He's a pretty legitimate conservative guy. Um, he's reasonable. He's not terrible. He's fine, I think. But fine isn't enough. Republicans have tried fine for a while now, and it hasn't worked. We need someone who is exceptional, not some, not not simply inoffensive and mildly palatable. That's the problem with Dreb, with uh, Jeb, I should say. But all that said, I, I don't hate him like a lot of people do. Uh, He seems like a decent man, and I wish him well. He needs to drop out and send his supporters to someone other than Trump. That's what he needs to do. He's not going to win, and at this point, he's only embarrassing himself. Kasich. Um, Well, I take a bathroom break every time he speaks, so I'm not really sure what he's ever said about anything. He he should definitely drop out. Carson. Most people know my feelings on Carson. You know, he he just needs to stop this already. Campaigning, I mean. He can't win. He has very little to say. He can't even manage his own campaign. And he's wholly unqualified for the job he's trying to win. The longer he stays in, you know, the longer it seems that this is nothing but a vanity project for him, which, which I hate to think, I hate to, to say because because my point all along was that well Carson's not qualified but you know he's a he's a, a man of integrity and I'm not saying that uh, that he's not a man of integrity anymore but but his integrity is taking a hit the longer that he stays in because because I just don't believe that someone like Carson is still in it because he, he thinks well this is you know this is what I'm called to do. To, you're not going to, he, he must know by now. He must know that he's not qualified. He doesn't really know what he's talking about. He doesn't have much to say. And he must know that. Um, he, he's not cut out to be president or even to run for president. So if he stays in despite that, then it tells me that he likes the attention. If he dropped out before Iowa, he could deal a very serious blow to Trump by sending his evangelical supporters to Cruz or Rubio. He could do a great service to the country, possibly help prevent a Trump versus Clinton general election. And the fact that he hasn't done that and doesn't appear poised to do that really disappoints me. You know, I know it's fun to be in the headlines, but it's time to do the right thing for the good of the country. Dr. Carson. Trump. Yet again, Trump was uh, given the opportunity to face someone that he'd been insulting on Twitter and in campaign rallies. And yet again, he shriveled up, you know, talk about phony. Trump is nothing but a a parade float. He looks big and flashy and menacing, but all you have to do is stick a pin in him and he starts deflating right there in front of you. Trump had one moment that pundits will consider a win when he chastised Cruz for, uh, you know, disparaging his New York values. Cruz had previously said that Trump has values more in line with New York than with Iowa. And the funny thing is that when he made that attack, he was only repeating verbatim something that Trump said himself several years ago in a TV interview. But in any case, um, Trump got very offended. His feelings were hurt. And he claimed that Cruz's New York values line was somehow an attack on 9-11 responders. It was a grotesque, I thought, manipulative ploy. But it played well with the audience. Uh, Because, of course, in reality, we all know what Cruz means when he mentions New York values. He's talking about the values that led New Yorkers to vote for freaking Michael Bloomberg and Bill de Blasio. Obviously. Other than that, Trump was Trump. I thought he came off about as unequipped and ludicrous as usual. But, of course, his fans don't care. They're infatuated with him on a personal level. And nothing he says or does will ever change that. So, God bless America. And that was the debate. And that's it for, uh, for this one. I'll talk to you guys next week on a great weekend. I'll catch a salus. Godspeed.